Welcome to this edition of Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean Newell here with you. As um, we are going to take a look back with a classic episode of Sean and Dee this week, all the way back to episode number 10 from last summer. It was our look at the Beatles. And we look at our top 10 songs that we all picked for um, our fandom of the Beatles and really excited to share this episode with you again. It was one of our more favorite episodes that we've done, to be quite honest. And I will say that uh, listening to it, it's a lot more than just talking about the Beatles. We have a lot of good fun conversations throughout Richie joins us for this episode as well is one of the first episodes that Richie was on I do believe maybe his second appearance on the show um, I will say next week we do have a really awesome playlist coming up and it uh, includes bands Pearl Jam Chicken Foot with Sammy Hagar System of a Down Papa Roach U2 joins the playlist again for the second time in just a few weeks Zach Brown Band is on there with Chris Cornell joining Zach Brown on the song that we're going to talk about a band called Smith and Myers which is a couple of members of the group Shinedown who did some acoustic albums last year and uh, we'll take a look at one of the songs off those acoustic albums it's it's pretty cool honestly Red Hot Chili Peppers is on the list as well and a couple of other artists that we'll uh, talk about that have not been on the list before before. Also, Dee and Richie are no doubt going to give me a lot of grief because uh, I uh, said some wrong information last week and I might have offended one of our top listeners, so I'm going to have to uh, apologize on the show next week. But we'll get to all of that then. Until then, please enjoy this encore presentation of our Beatles episode once again from last summer, and we'll see you next week with an all-new episode of Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Hello, Bungo! There are places marijuana smoking, but if a Beatle hands you a joint, you toke. <laughs> you know, a Beatle's a Beatle. I don't think that's necessary, is it? <laughs> you know, once in a while you make a stinkery-doo. Welcome to this edition of Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, special guest again this week for episode 10, our Beatles episode. Richie Seymour in the house. Hey, Richie, welcome back. Take that, Homer. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) You're still here before Homer because Homer still hasn't figured out the Zoom. So one of these days. It's coming. It's any day now. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, your mom doesn't like it when Dana Carvey talks about weed, D. Uh, hello, Bungo. You threw it to Richie before you threw it to me. Well, sorry. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity all, host here, so it's all good. You threw the hello, Bungo in on the on yeah. the opening, so I'm yeah. happy with it. Yeah, special opening for this week's show. So Aww. I spent my lunch hour today doing a little editing on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's our our big Beatles episode. We've got ten Beatles songs, including one by request, and uh, the three of us each picked three songs this week, like we did in the week five episode way back when. So you know, five or six weeks ago, whenever that was. So uh, one thing I want to start with before we get into the music, we were sending messages to each other the other day about the show, and the one thing. 
thing that you guys talked about was the movie Yesterday that uh, came out last year that's Beatles based of course and I Did actually you watch it? I well <laughs> I started to watch it I watched the all but the last 30 minutes of it so why well, I couldn't finish it. It got too late and I had to go to sleep and I was trying so to finish funny. it last night and I, I didn't get to it. But uh, but I would love to hear because I have my my notions of it without having seen the end of it yet. I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. I'll, I'll let you go first. D. I took my mom to go see that. OK. And 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 when uh, one, one time in Marquette. I fucking bawled like a baby in that movie several times. Like really? it was just, yeah, it was amazing to me. Like sitting there with mom, watching it and hearing those songs, uh, you know, like uh, the long and winding road, mm -hmm. which is what made me think of it. Uh, you know, that's, that'll be on, on this playlist, but uh, uh, it was so, so good. So good. I, and I watched it again this weekend too, after we talked about it mm -hmm. and I didn't cry at all, but it's still a great fucking movie. It, it's real great i've i've you know i know a lot of people have issues with the ending which i will not spoil for you sean because you haven't seen it yet but i i just i think the way that they use the music in there i think uh yeah, exactly uh, ed sheeran is just priceless in that movie. <laughs> i've, I've seen that part yes i've seen i've seen him in the movie and it is good i i love i loved the part where they uh get into the songwriting contest and he's just like yes, yeah, long and I'm, winding done. Yes. I'm done <laughs> yeah and, and like yeah just him selling that look of Holy shit! I'm not very good, and yeah. you know it's it's Ed Sheeran, so yeah. so that that definitely is not the case. But I, you know, I I was curious watching it again, like uh, if Ed Sheeran's gonna hold up, you know, it, like I think in in ten or twenty years, if I watch that movie again, I'll still be like, wow, this is really fucking good. You know, like the part where him playing yesterday, you know, after he they gift him the guitar, and then it goes into Ed Sheeran. I wonder if that's gonna matter, like if Ed Sheeran is going to be relevant. Uh, uh, you know, in, in 10, 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's a legitimate question. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, his music is a little bit more timeless than a lot of music today, but I don't, I don't know. That's, that's, we'll, we'll see, I guess. I think he stands a better chance than a lot of current artists do to still be relevant in 10 or that's 15 true. years. Yeah. Very true. Very mm -hmm. true. He's, he's a great musician. He's got yes. a couple of yeah. incredible albums. I mean, and so what if he maybe allegedly steals some music, whatever. <laughs> you remember when everybody really loved it when he was in game of thrones <laughs> i forgot all about that yeah yeah. so did everyone else yeah. <laughs> that's one of those shows that jesus christ everybody was crazy about and then that last season just fucked everything up and it like nobody gives a shit anymore because that sharon was in it in the last season it, well, see, again, what am I talking about? Like, is anybody going to care in 10 years that Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones? Hmm. You know what people will care about in 10 years? What's that? The Beatles. The that's Beatles. True. Absolutely. That's goddamn. See, see, look, that's at a, see look at that. Look at that. That's the way you co-host a show. You help turn things around. You need to learn something. <laughs> Holy shit. Hmm. I don't go through the list of songs that uh, Paul McCartney has that sucks and, uh, and, and tell him that I'm going to tell him that to his face. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. See, I know what you're doing. He thinks that we're going to, we're going to end up breaking up D and he's, and he's trying to, he's trying to just kind of angle his way in a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but the problem is the problem is though is when I when I invite him after you and I have our falling out, he's going to be like, "Yeah, Sean and Richie's good tape doesn't work. It has to be Richie and Sean's good tape, (laughs) or Richie's good tape with Sean." (laughs) (laughs) I I might give him a featuring. Yeah, (laughs) featuring Sean. I'm sorry. Yeah, with Sean. Yeah, that's that's fun. All right, let's get into it. Um, let's see. <laughs> the first one The first one is actually our special request, and I believe I've got a little audio here if you would like me to play that, Dennis. Please. Okay, hold on one second. Let me play our intro to song number one. Hi, Deep. For your Beatles episode, I would like to request Norwegian Wood. It has one of my all-time favorite song lines. When I awoke, I was alone. This bird had flown. Thanks. Bye-bye. So polite. Where did I go wrong? (laughs) We were all thinking it. It's you motherfuckers. That's what happened. (laughs) No, and it's a beautiful song, too. Uh, I remember when we first started talking about doing a Beatles episode, Sean, that I asked her, you know, what would you pick? And uh, this was the one she said. And uh, I... what what's hilarious to me is the song is it's apparently about John Lennon having, you know, an extramarital affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I once had a girl or should I say she once had me. And, uh, and then the funny, the other funny part about this is the, the next line after mom, uh, you know, this bird has flown. So I lit a fire. Isn't it good? Norwegian wood. And they don't, you know they're not specific about it but norwegian wood is apparently like paneling like shitty ikea furniture wood and and this is possibly john lennon lighting this girl's house on fire oh my goodness (laughs) oh my goodness wow Mm. and and there's there's rumor that paul mccartney wrote that last line so it might just be you know him fucking with with john lennon but, but it's hilarious to think of it that way like that all this time it's a revenge song so he so he had a he had an affair he woke up in the morning and the woman was gone and he lit her house on fire yeah hmm. allegedly allegedly yes allegedly so, so i definitely like and and like throughout the notes you had different times where like they got songs banned for really stupid reasons yes and, and I, I almost wonder if like they were being purposefully obtuse here to try to get it so that you know yeah i just burnt your house down but if i said i did that that you know song would never get airplay right this and this is right around the time where they really started fucking with people too with the whole uh you know paul is dead and and Mm -hmm. and shit like that where things got really crazy Mm -hmm. so i i mean but it's just funny that you know like (laughs) I'm, i'm you know i'm wondering if mom you know whenever she listens to this on friday or this weekend if she knew that that's what that was referring to that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. you'll have to ask her. Give us another. Uh, give us another update next week on that. Yeah, it's the a end, great fucking song. The other thing about it that I thought was really interesting in the notes is that it was on the the uh, 1965 album Rubber Soul, and the and Bob Dylan actually credited this as the song that was kind of a milestone in their development as songwriters because there is very much two Beatles groups. There's the I Wanna Hold Your Hand Beatles, that's the earlier version. Yeah. And then the then the much heavier and we're and we've got a lot more of the heavier songs, you know, in this, the more well written songs and stuff like that. But but I, I these songs have all existed our entire lives. So for us to be like, oh that's the that's the turning point, I don't think I necessarily knew it was on this song when their songwriting got to that next level. So I, I thought that was really cool. 
I, I also think we probably have to give a little credit to uh, Brad, at least for me. Brad's definitely the one that uh, turned me on to the Beatles in high school. And this song used to excite him so much. I don't know if you guys remember this, but he would, he Norwe- Norwegian Wood was one of his that he would just giggle about. And, and oh. he, he loved this oh, song. Oh, because of Wood? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just the whole the whole yeah. sexual undertone of the entire song. And, and this is and, a, everybody I, loves sausage bread, not uh, we send pictures of random sausages to BK bread. Yeah. Or otherwise yeah, known as Big Fat Bastard bread. Big Fat Bastard bread. <laughs> BK Big Fish. There's the other one. Yeah. Double stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh man, yes, good song though. Oh no, it's a beautiful yeah. song, and I'm so happy she picked this because because we went we went like like you said like we went a little uh, other than one of the songs. Uh, most of ours are are pretty late in the, in their catalog, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, wonderful song. So thank you, mom, for for sharing. And I'm sorry that I'm shitting and swearing all over <laughs> these these things. So, so the anyway. next the next song on the list is is one of your it's your first pick, Dennis, and it's Obladi Oblada. That that's correct. I, I this is just one of those happy songs that everybody remembers by the Beatles. Uh, I also like that it's got Obladi in it. That oh. made it work for me. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> but the song was especially disliked by John Lennon in a heated argument during one of the sessions led to Jeff Emmerich quitting his job as a Beatles recording engineer. I fucking love that. <laughs> like, like I can imagine John Lennon just being like, what the fuck are you doing, Paul? This song is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I didn't sound like a pirate or whatever the fuck I made mom sound like at the end of last episode. <laughs> that was just mean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that yeah. was, that was my, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, like just such a happy song. The fact mm-hmm. that it pissed John Lennon off. I find hilarious. So sidebar with this song really quick. Go ahead, sidebar. Richie. Go, go ahead, Richie. I'll, I'll sidebar in a second. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You first. So uh, I played, I was listening to the playlist when I was taking Elliot to school the other day, my six-year-old. And I, I said, here, listen to the song, Elliot. I bet you like it. And I picked this one because it's the most, I think, probably like kid-friendly song of the yeah. of the playlist. And he and he really liked it. So we're sitting at the dinner table later that night. And, uh, and uh, Amanda has gotten him very big into the Hamilton musical on disney plus which is really good it, if you it's amazing yeah it's 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 really really good and but he wants to listen to the soundtrack all the time so they listen to it literally all the time and amanda starts this debate with me and of course gets elliot on their side that the hamilton <laughs> that the hamilton soundtrack is better than anything that the beatles ever came out with unfucking believable no it's ridiculous it's re- cool. it's a really good soundtrack i'm not i'm not shitting on hamilton in any way it's great no a they're not comparable and b it's just that's ludicrous that's the most ludicrous thing i've heard this week and well, i work in, and, and I, and I work in you, news you have to. <laughs> we've got a goddamn convention going on and that's the most ludicrous thing <laughs> All right, go I, ahead, Richie. You, you have to really like Anything in the last 40 years, really 60 years at this point, is somewhat derivative of the Beatles. Like, mm-hmm. like their influence spans all of all of rock, pop, everything. So, like, Hamilton wouldn't even exist without them. That's a and, great and that's, point. Great point. And, yes. and going back to the whole, uh, you know, rubber soul, uh, and, you know, right as they were uh, maturing in their music. I remember my mother used to stick up for my my middle niece, uh, who's into Justin Bieber and you know all those shitty boy bands, and uh, would be like, "Well, the Beatles were a boy band, so maybe they'll mature into something else." And I'm just like, "No, this 
mom, this music is shit. <laughs> you know, come on. But at the same time, like the Beatles have influenced everything in music, everything. And, and, and I will say that's one of the big flaws with yesterday is without them, like, like they pretend like almost everything music oh, the movie. happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the song yesterday, which is perfect, but the, the movie yesterday, like, you know, do, do the Rolling Stones and, and Queen and, you know, most American bands even exist. No. But neither here nor there. Yeah. One other thing on, on Obladi, I one of the things I really like about this song is it's a later Beatles song that, t- from a tone standpoint, is a throwback to their early stuff. Absolutely. Like it, it sounds more like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's probably part of John Lennon's contention with it is the, you know, they were maturing and then all of a sudden John throws this happy poppy, you know, song that's apparently... Uh, uh, influenced by reggae, reggae and ska, like I, like you can hear it now that you now that you read that, just like everything else we've talked about, almost every song we've talked about, Sean, like yep. you learn something new about each one of these mm-hmm. songs, like, and just how much is going on in each one of these songs, and yeah, you know, yeah, we're we're just screwing around with a new instrument for this song because yeah, we, can. Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe we just throw this in a bit. <laughs> Did it again, perfect impression. All right. Did you uh, did you uh, oh, did you guys man. see the uh, article that I I sent I attached in the notes that that it was the most perfect pop song according to science? No, I missed that no. part. Yeah, I, 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 I I've forgotten what the 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 uh, the bits of it were, but but apparently you know just listening to it and the harmonies and everything like that, just like according to science, this NME, which is some British uh, you know music magazine, of course that also likes Radiohead, Sean, is, uh, uh, you know, called this the most perfect pop song of all time. Cool. I That's thought that nice. was interesting. Yeah. That is nice. Well, next up on the list, moving on, as we're at song three now, is my pick, one of my three picks, and it's I Am the Walrus. And I picked this song because it was a favorite of ours to uh, to drive around and listen to when we were at the height, height of our Beatlemania when we were in high school. And Dennis, you were really good at um, adding extra words into this song. <laughs> oh, you're bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it was... It was an easy song to throw swear words in. It was, it was, Between and it was a good challenge yeah. to figure out new ways to throw yes. swear words into the song each time that we sang. And it. And, yes. and mom won't be surprised that that we did that an awful lot. Yes, and you'll blame me, Sean and Richie. <laughs> well, I mean, it was mostly you and Stephanie, right? <laughs> yeah. By the way, she still needs to tell us what what's going on with that three a.m. you know parody song. Uh, she did send me a message the other day asking me what the letter you wrote was about, and I had to. Um, she didn't. Oh. She, did, she didn't. Remember. <laughs> she forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's she awesome. Did. Yeah, she did. So. Yeah. Well, good for her. That means she's growing. <laughs> <laughs> Glad one of us is. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 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 So this song, I think the thing that does not surprise me, but I thought it was still hilarious when I was reading the notes about it, was that it was partly inspired by two LSD trips. Um, by John <laughs> Lennon, like I, and it totally makes sense because this song does not make really a whole lot of sense when you listen to it, but it's still a fun song to listen to and sing along. The first to. line was written one acid trip on one acid trip one weekend. The second line was written on the next acid trip the next weekend, and it was filled in after I, after I met Yoko. I'd seen Allen Ginsberg and some other people who liked Dylan and and Jesus going on about Hira Krishna. It was a Ginsberg in particular. I was referring to the words elementary penguin meant that it's naive to just go around chanting Hare Krishna, putting all your faith in one idol. 
In those days, I was writing obscurely a la Dylan. It never dawned on me that Lewis Carroll was commenting on the capitalist system. I, I Just shit like that, like yeah. little quotes. That was a quote from a Playboy article from 1980 uh, from John Lennon. Yeah, it's and it's a brilliant song. Mm-hmm. And, and it just like later on, we're going to get into some really deep meaning songs that that like are, are super important for other reasons and then you throw songs like this and a couple other songs we'll get into they're just complete nonsense mm-hmm. like there's just nothing nothing no coherent story in them whatsoever it's kind of like and it's fake, the same man it's kind of like fake plastic trees <laughs> i love it. Uh, it it's so but it's it, it's just a brilliantly written song richie do you like fake plastic trees do you like radiohead I'm not a huge Radiohead guy. No, no, no. It's it, and and we missed out on them. But yeah. oh, I'm sorry, we got off on a sidebar. Uh, that band's fine. album is really great, and I I can't believe Sean disliked that song. Okay. I can actually because when he, he uh, oh, well, yeah, we'll get it's it. fine. Just go, just just go. Tell the rest no. When you when you texted me last week, like God, I don't want to shit on any of these people's songs, and I said it's the REM and the Radiohead songs. I was in it. I knew exactly what songs he didn't like. <laughs> and, it was it, and it was that it was true so, yeah they were just so but both of those songs are great <sighs> they just went on and on and on it's fine no offense to anybody so does so so stairway songs. to heaven going on and on and on that's a great fucking song though uh yeah yeah that's true john i will say i will stairway say i did i did follow it, it is a good song yes i like okay. stairway to heaven i will say i did follow <laughs> up on uh on something i said and i and i gave the uh new taylor swift album its first listen through this weekend so, what do you think? It, it's it's very well written. Yes, it's it's very well written. She is a very did, good songwriter. Did Jen help you in, influence you to uh, to listen to that, or did you just give it a listen? No, I listened to it because I said I would. So mm-hmm. so at yeah. some point uh, when we do a, a future episode, we'll we'll go through some of the songs on that. Maybe we'll awesome. do an all Taylor Swift episode, Dennis. <gasps> Richie, do you want to be part of that one? <laughs> I, oh, definitely. <laughs> Only because I know there's no way you will ever do an all Taylor Swift episode. Challenge accepted. Exactly. <laughs> when do we do it? Episode fifteen. Richie. Episode fifteen. Done. <laughs> I, done and done. We were going to do Nirvana and plug. Do episode twenty-one. We were going to do oh, Nirvana. Well played. Well, oh, that, that was well played. Nice. Yes. Yes. Oh, actually, that's Adele. Yeah. You son of a bitch. When we get, when we get, you we, son we, of a bitch. Adele and Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when, we, when we get to episode 1989, we'll, we'll definitely be 1989. No. We're not we going to get to episode 21, unplugged. please. <laughs> Come on. We yeah, gonna... Nirvana Unplugged is, is really one we have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were going to do that, but now we're going to do Taylor Swift at episode 15. But first we have to do the Beatles. Wow. He's trying, to, he's trying to keep us on point. That's just, that's, just, that's just harsh. Doesn't he understand I thought he what enjoyed we last week's episode. <laughs> I, I, I did, but the people were really complaining. They're like, they're just oh, meandering. Man. I'm like, yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> I love that you're getting feedback on it. <laughs> that's what it's like, and it totally is. Oh, man. <laughs> he's, oh. he's somehow, he's like our manager. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I got to get the boys right. You know, you know, don't you know, in. Don't you know what it's like to hang out sense. with these two? Come on. <laughs> All right. The other thing I liked about oh. this song, before we move on, Richard. Please call me Dick. It's <laughs> goodbye single and the magical mystery tour EP both reached the top two slots on the British singles chart in December of that year. I am the walrus holds the distinction of reaching number one and two simultaneously. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That is for a song that doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. I think, I think technically I lost though, track. it was the B side on the single that reached number one, right? Well, sure. Yeah. I think I lost track that we were still talking about. I am the walrus, by the way. Oh. We had too many sidebars. <laughs> <Did> you? <laughs> Emmalina Pilcher climbing up the Eiffel Tower. All right, Richie, next song is yours. And uh, this one was, it, this is just a, uh, in my mind, a very beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Like, puts a smile on my face every time I hear it, no matter how crappy my day is. If if uh, Here Come the Sun comes on, it just immediately is going to brighten my world up. And, and that's that's why I put it on here. It's, it's one of my favorite Beatles songs to hear. It just, it, I, I, don't, I don't think you can hear it and not smile. Yeah, I agree. It, it's a it's a great song. I will say that uh, I was talking in the newsroom before I walked down here to record this that we were getting ready to do an all Beatles episode, and uh, one of my younger reporters, I think she's probably twenty three or twenty four, she goes, "Hey, there was a Beatles song in the movie The Parent Trap," and I said, "Really?" And she goes, "Something about the sun," and I said, "Here comes the sun." She goes, "Yeah, that was it. It's a good song." I was like, "Well, at least they found the Beatles somewhere at a young age." So it cracked me up. It's fucked up that it was in the parent trap and then yeah. the I am Sam movie couldn't get the actual rights to the Beatles song. So they had to have people cover them. Uh, anyhow, the parent trap. <laughs> yeah, but the parent I'm... trap is Disney. So they could have spent as much money as they wanted. That's true. On it. That's, that's true. That's a fair point. Yeah. And the I am Sam one gave us the, uh, 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 Eddie Vedder covering, uh, you got to hide your love away. Yeah, so we got that out of that. So win-win all the way around. I honestly, you know, twenty years ago, I I wasn't a big fan of this song. Uh, It used to annoy the shit out of me. uh, Similar to you know Lennon with uh, Opla D, probably it was just just seemed kind of cheesy, Uh, not journey esque cheesy, but just uh, cheesy cheesy. And uh, but but you know, since then, no, this is a beautiful song. Well, you were you were definitely in your grunge phase back then. I'm oh, and angry and thought I knew what the fuck yep. everything was. Yeah, yeah, that was Nine Inch Nails and Tool and, and all that. And shit. let's face it, we were the kind of guys that if uh, someone was having a good day at school, we would see how we could ruin that for them. I don't necessarily think that was all of us, Richie. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that might have just been one person in this group. <laughs> Huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 had your moments yeah. and, and 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 i don't have the the game for some reason popped off but uh did you purposely frame this so that cardinals thing is in there or is it just because it, it's it's just i i turned it that way so gotcha. that yeah yeah no it's fine. on purpose got it it's okay. Your 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 Cubs are up right now, and and just so the people know, if I randomly cuss at some point, and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> something bad that. happened in the game. I don't think that's appropriate, Richie. I don't it's like not. that kind of talk. <laughs> that's the new one. Yeah, it is the new one. That's Olivia. Yeah, yeah that's Olivia Soprano. I like yeah. that one. I don't like that kind of talk. Mm. Uh, Harrison wrote the song in early 1969 at the country house of his friend Eric Clapton where Harrison had chosen to play truant for the day to avoid attending a meeting at the Beatles Apple Corp organization. The lyrics reflect the relief at the arrival of spring and temporary spite he was experiencing from the band's business affairs. It, it was just, he wrote the song like, fuck it, here comes the sun. I don't have to deal with the Beatles horse shit anymore at this point. 
And, and and that ends up being a theme in several of the songs we picked that are later songs is everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. And I, I find it fascinating, like, what would Beatles be like under the current, like, social media, just media in general? Like, oh. how, how fascinating would 1969 and 70 have been? Well, just not unlike the Dana Carvey clips that Sean played in the opening, you know, like, like everything is different now you know, in the age of cell phone cameras Mm -hmm. and videos and, and social media, it's, it's, it's frankly fucking disturbing, Mm -hmm. but it's also, you know, that's, these people don't know any different, you know, this is how life works. You can't get away with shit, which is good. (laughs) And and in general, I think people are starting to catch up to it. I think we're, we're just kind of in this perfect shit show right now. People are still too stupid to, to realize you can't, you know everything you, you do is gonna be out there. You mm-hmm. can't fix stupid, including a podcast about music and yeah, yep, yep. So, last song on side B or side A, Jesus, is a day in the life. Can you make it through one more song before you have to pee again, Dennis? Yeah. Okay. No, just want to make sure. Why it's side? Okay. <laughs> that's why this is the last song on side A. Okay. It's a a, a day in the life off of Sergeant Pepper. This, this is a great song. Oh, it is. It it's is. It's very. It's powerful. Song. The music's powerful. The words are powerful. It's. It's a fun song when you listen to the beginning of it. It just. Yeah. I, this is an all-around just awesome song. And just the different uh, sounds they mix mm-hmm. into the song throughout. Like oh, I, it, and like you, like you've talked about Sean on a few things. I'm pointing at the computer screen, like you're, like I'm pointing at you, but uh. uh like it sounds like three or four different songs in one song. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things you like in, in songs. And, and it's, yeah. and it's perfectly done w- with this. Uh, if you're going to have a long song, make it sound different. So it keeps you, keeps you um, entertained Band on the run sort of. Yeah. R- Radiohead should take notes, right? Exactly. It's the oh. opposite of fake plastic trees. Yeah. <laughs> or that I love how or, fake or plastic the, trees yeah. is your journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair i think our, our our new logo should be fake plastic d's oh did you hear him say our new logo yeah yes. son of a bitch <laughs> he is a he is a regular contributor to the show trying to take, trying is. to trying to take your place so you're just gonna have to go <laughs> is he trying well i guess no, he'll, the the fake plastic one will still be there it'll be just the same but we'll leave have the fake plastic one <laughs> you just won't be here anymore. <laughs> It'll just be you'll just have me as a stand-up just yeah. sitting up in the corner. <laughs> like, what it's do like, you think about that, D? Shut the fuck up, D. Nobody cares. It's like you it's like you when we hang out and it gets to be about eleven o'clock at night, as it is oh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't need to go there because that could get ugly. Oh man. Anyway. A reputed drug reference in the line, I'd love to turn you on resulted in the song initially being banned from broadcast by the bbc kind of like what you were talking about richie i'm I, you're probably referencing this note yep uh, i think i think we had like two songs like that but yeah, yeah. definitely burning down someone's house uh you know committing arson <laughs> would have gotten banned if anyone had noticed <laughs> hold on I'm, I'm still getting over the all uh like 11 o'clock at night thing <laughs> <laughs> it's bringing up a stories and memories that we can't talk about oh, i don't feel like they'd be memories for you <laughs> oh. 
That was a good one. That was a good one. It was good. I was. I was. The problem is, is I'm feeding into it. That that is the problem. I I understand that. And you do this all the time. But I'm enjoying it. To deflect from your horseshit, (laughs) just like Richie's do. Let's be real. Yeah, he's definitely a shitster. Yeah, yeah. Sean, or you? Sean. Sean's the shitster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, I think he gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Not to a new song, just uh, continuing on this discussion about this song. You know what this yeah. song reminds me of, honestly? Not, not that this is what I think of with the song when I hear it, but uh, your your uh, Marlboro coat that you used to have that you had all of the Beatles buttons all over, and this was uh, the most prominent button on it. There was yep. a lyric from this uh, that you had. Was it, was it I'd Love to Turn You On? Was that what, what it was? I can't remember now. The, the button said. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. So but that, yeah. I always, yeah, your, your, your Marlboro coat that you had in high school the one that uh oh my god that's that's such a long story too i'm not going to tell that because i don't want to talk about that part of my family but oh my god those fucking people uh speaking of the family that i enjoy the uh it was in uh 20 2010 like december 2010 uh paul mccartney was on saturday night live like around the like their christmas episode yeah and he actually played this song just him mm-hmm on on saturday night live and uh and it the first time i'd ever he'd apparently been doing it on his tour uh and and i didn't had no idea but i'm sitting there like i think i might have worked at 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 kohl's that night and got home late and had on the dvr and watched it and again and again i uh you know hearing him sing a john song you know by himself and and just like holy shit this is amazing and and just you know my relationship with my mom and 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 uh uh knowing her affection for the beatles like just paul playing a john song which just just blew my fucking mind it was one of the most incredible things i'd seen at that point as far as you know live music goes but it it just the way that those two complemented each other Oh yeah, like, especially in that song too. Yeah. You know, like like the the little bridge thing that that Paul does at the end. Again, you know, going to the the a few different songs at at once, you know, sounding the same, and uh, uh, it, it was. It, and for a song that has like odd lyrics, like you don't necessarily know what it means other than than it's you know newsworthy and john is is writing thoughts about what he's seeing in the papers and everything like that it's it's to get that deep and that powerful is incredible and have either of you heard the chris cornell cover of this no does chris cornell literally cover every song in the face of the earth i feel like every week we talk about a chris cornell cover song every good song absolutely but but he does a cover of this song just him and an acoustic guitar and it's fucking outstanding Hmm. I've checked that out. No, I've not. Uh, yeah. I've not heard that. Was that the SNL episode? I, I was lo- looking it up and I can't figure out for sure. Was that the SNL episode that we watched together at my house? No, no that was Martin Short was the host on this. Uh, this this one I watched in the whammy. Okay. Uh, and and it was uh, Paul Rudd was the the co-host. I actually looked that up before or okay. the host and I actually looked that up. But, because uh, there was the one. one we wa- yeah, there was one that we watched when we did our Christmas gathering at my house. 
several years ago. And yeah, and, and Martin yeah. Short hosted that episode. Okay. I actually looked that up too because okay. I remembered. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that also. Yeah. All right. Anything else on that song, gents? I don't think so. Well, let's uh, let's take a take a break and go ahead, Dennis. Say it. Let's flip it to side B, Sean. All right. All right. Welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape, and it's time for side B of the tape, and we're going on with this uh, Beatles episode. And I just realized we we actually messed something up, Dennis. We have ten songs, not eight. So we did. We just stopped after four. So we should have done one no, more. No, no, that was song number five. Was it? Yeah, okay. I, oh, I, I I did that purposely. Well, I can't count then. So yeah. anyway. All right. Song number one on side B is... Uh, you want to it, pause and edit that out? I don't Show. care. I, I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. It, it'll totally be gone by tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> he said, He said right you know, when we were talking uh, before we started recording last week, he said, what in the fucking fuck? And I was just like, how come? How can we not be recording this and mom hear this? I don't think that's true. I think that's a lie. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> It seems like a lie. It seems like a lot. Yeah. So first song is yours, Richie. And it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's come together by the Beatles. Shockingly. And, and this is my, my favorite Beatles song. Really? Uh, I, and I, 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 the only reason I can kind of explain is I feel like this is a seventies rock song like this. Oh, absolutely. The, the tenor of this song is so different from almost everything else. I, I never, I, I never really sat down and paid attention to the lyrics the song just kicks ass. It sounds great. And I, I didn't realize until you sent out the notes that the song's literally an ad campaign song video and, and the lyrics don't make any sense whatsoever. It, it's, it's funny you bring up the seventies rock thing, uh, but like, I do think of this song and, uh, 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 Helter Skelter, yep. which is also an odd campaign song. <laughs> that didn't work totally out. different campaign i was gonna say yeah I was gonna... although successful one <laughs> well it, depending on your you know your idea of successful again this goes back to the 11 o'clock maybe we agree maybe we disagree <laughs> but uh, uh but yeah no I, I i had no idea that's what it was it was uh, yep. uh, 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 timothy leary the godfather of acid and and you know, was going to run for governor against Ronald Reagan. I, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. This song didn't really start off too well because I don't think he won. It, no, he 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 actually didn't say in the notes that he like got arrested. Yes. Like, oh, in the he, was he was sent to prison for possession of marijuana. Possession of marijuana. Yeah. The song. Much, the song very much outlived his campaign chances. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, it's a, and, and it's a badass song, just like you talk. Like I love the line: the uh, uh, he got monkey finger, he shoot Coca Cola. <laughs> like he got toe jam football. He <laughs> wear no shoe shine. Like, yeah, vote for me. It's like he was. It's like he was just scatting. <laughs> I got monkey finger. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like they were just scatting, scatting or something, trying yeah, to make nope. up lyrics to a song, and they just oh, this is going to be the song. So yeah, that's funny. And, and, and once again. The song sounds fantastic. It is a great listen, and it's the same band that did uh, "A Day in the Life." Like, it, it just mm -hmm. doesn't make sense how mm -hmm. talented they were. Yeah. Another fun fact: uh, Soundgarden does a cover of this song. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. It was on one of their earlier albums, or like some. Uh, I, I I can't remember what it is, but but, but they did a cover of the song. But so doesn't Aerosmith do a cover of this song too? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, for the, uh, I think it was for the Sgt. Pepper movie that had the Bee Gees in it. But they've got it on one of their albums, don't they? Sure. Yeah, yeah. but 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 I think it was on that that Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band movie from like the seventies that the Bee Gees started. Okay. That had a bunch of weird, you know, again like the I Am Sam soundtrack that was not Beatles songs, but they had Beatles songs on it. But yeah, no, it, it you're absolutely right, Richie. It's a great fucking song. Like I hadn't listened to this one in a long time. Yeah. Uh, he, he won Mojo Filter. He says one and one and one is three. Vote for me. Which is the only thing that's <laughs> correct. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> he's, so, he's got to be good looking because he's so hard to see. Uh, walrus Gumboat. <laughs> Semolina Filtered. He wore no sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to go to the next song, Sean? Yep. Next song is a is my pick. It's the Long and Winding Road, which I was not aware actually is the last um, number one hit by the Beatles and came out a month after they broke up. I was not aware, yeah. but it kind of makes sense as the uh, capstone to their career together. I don't know if they meant to, but and I'm sure that they probably didn't. But it uh, it's a fitting end to uh, to their run of run of greatness and this song very much like um, Here Comes the Sun. It's just one of those songs when you hear it. It's like, yeah, that's that's a that's a really good song that I can listen to anytime. The way it's musically done with the piano and all of that stuff, it's it's just a it's a beautifully done song. Yep. And, and I feel like if you know if this happened in modern times, a song like this coming out a month after a band breaks up, like this would break the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, fuck yeah! And, like, and it, it, just like in that movie, in the movie yesterday, when he's you know he sits down and does this one with Ed Sheeran, it's it's yeah. like Ed Sheeran is just like. Yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm going home. It's a, yeah, no, it's, it, it, and uh, Phil Spector, uh, you know, regardless of what you think of a murderer, uh, he was incredibly talented. The wall of sound sort of vision on yep. this song is yep. fucking outstanding. Mm-hmm. You'll get no arguments from me. I mean, it's it's just it's one of those another song that's going to put you in a nice mellow mood and and you know or melon you know, or just just you know reflective. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. You know, like Very. like just like holy shit. I I remember still and going back to how we like to tell stories and stuff. I was telling Dennis this the other day, and I don't know that you remembered this for sure, Dennis. But uh, the night before you left for the Air Force Academy, Richie, when we stayed up all night, when you had to leave like the next morning, this was we drove around all night just talking, reminiscing, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And we said, we're going to listen to this song, this song one last time. And then we dropped you off at your uh, at your parents house and, and we left and then we didn't see you again, obviously, for what was it? Six months, something like yeah, that, till, till you know? Yeah. So yeah. that was, this song always kind of has a, is, is very touching to me in that way too, that it was kind of like, you know, this was our long and winding road of spending the last several years as good friends and all of that stuff. And that's kind of yeah. the day that it came to an end. So, yeah. And it amazes me how many Beatles songs will do that, where you have mm-hmm. a specific time and place that you associate with one of their songs. Mm-hmm. And oh. that, like, that just doesn't and, happen. That often. And, 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 and that's absolutely the reason why, you know, this was we we couldn't just do a Beatles song on an episode or something. We had to do the first one had to be this and the three of us like uh, those last couple of years, you know, uh, you know, around the whole time 
uh, oh fuck, and the A Beetle C, you know, the the, 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 the end of day yeah. in the life. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. anthology, which is is which is kind of, you know, doing those midnight sales. I think mm-hmm. I did one with you guys. I don't think I did I, I know I did the third one in, in Chicago area. Well, the third one I, was out after we were all in separate places. Yeah. The, it was the first two that we, that we did. I know yeah, Richie and, and I, I think I only did one of those with you guys, mm-hmm. but, but probably I, the I, first I, one I would guess. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 we would just, we would literally drive around for hours just listening to Beatles albums, yep. not even having necessarily conversations, just, fucking listening to these goddamn mm-hmm. songs yeah and they were amazing and at that time they were 30 years old yeah which is weird because you know not now that you know like pearl jam and nirvana and guns and, and roses are yeah. 30 years old yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know those are all great bands i mean you know we all love all of those bands i don't think they'll ever stand up like this like oh. this band you know, Absolutely. like it, like it won't, it, it won't be where kids, kids now may hear Pearl Jam and be like, man, I really like Pearl Jam. And, you know, my dad told me about them or my mom told me about them or whatever, but it won't be like this band. It will not change generations. Yeah. It will not influence as many mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. Uh, uh, as, as this band does and still does. Yeah. And, and well, that's, I'm, you're talking 12 albums in six years. 20 number ones it's insane like yeah they can do they can do top 100 lists of mm-hmm. Beatles songs you, can, mm-hmm. you can't do that for any other band really right. no. I like the just like that flash in the pan it's it's a new Beatles album every six months like that's insane and they were brilliant they were all yes. brilliant yes I mean it's so like to put it in per- perspective Taylor Swift to bring it back is is getting huge props for dropping this surprise album that she wrote during COVID, which is her second album in less than a year. They did that for almost a decade for over mm-hmm. half a decade. And like some of those machine, yeah, just a machine, just turning it out because the music company wanted them to do it. Yeah. And, and again, and, and, you know, like going back to uh here comes the sun and, and, you know, John and Paul, you know, being the strong arms it, it, in it, you know, like George was like, fuck this. I don't want to, deal with this anymore it's it's yeah no it's in, it's incredible all right due to time constraints let's move on to the next song which is yours dennis let it be this song is just fucking beautiful mm-hmm. i i there's nothing more to say about it i mean i mean this is one of those songs where whether you're, you, you you just listen to it and it's just like inspiring What's- like once again, though, a song that it says it was their final single before McCartney announced his departure from the band. Both the Let It Be album and the U.S. single The Long and Winding Road were released after McCartney announced his departure from and subsequent breakup of the group. So another one of those. This is my a, a tip to the cap and, and see you later. We're riding off into oh, the sunset. It's almost like he knew. Yeah. Almost like he knew. He's like, yeah. all right, you know, fuckers, just let it be. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is my and- farewell. And, and I suspect he did. I, 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 I think that that part was all set in motion already, and, and they kind of knew it was a swan song. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. They have this song written, song. you know, to lay it into it. Like, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. It's an amazing, amazing song. Speaking though, words yes. of wisdom. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just like in the, in the notes that the Mother Mary he's talking about is his Mother Mary, not, you know, I always assumed it was the – Religious Mother Mary. No, yeah. no. 
Did perfect. you ever see the? Uh, have you either of you ever seen the movie uh, Nowhere Boy? Uh, the one about John Lennon when he was a child. No. Yeah, it's it, it's another good one too. I, I I mean I'm not sure how factually accurate it is, but 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 it's certainly interesting. It's uh, a movie. It has to be true. Yeah, yeah. Just like you find it on the internet, of course it's true. Right, yeah. it's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this and a beautiful song, and and there was the. Uh, Real quick, there was the, uh, I want to say it was the, uh, one of the, the hurricane things, like, a, a what the fuck is the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, Jennifer Hudson sang this song on, on one of those, uh, like a benefit benefit. Thank you. Uh, once. And, and she has got like she just fucking kills it like amazing voice like seriously like i'm goosebumps just thinking about it like oh, yeah. just kills it <laughs> just incredible but yeah no this album and this song is so fucking great uh yeah yeah that's all i got all right next song on the list is, is uh <laughs> Is Hey Jude, which um, you know, we we put this on here kind of uh, as a as a funny note about, uh, and I'll get to that in just a second. But as I was reading these notes about this song that Paul McCartney wrote for John Lennon's son, but and basically that John Lennon's son feels. Did you not know that? Well, I, I did. did I, I knew that part, but I did not know that John Lennon's son felt more of Paul McCartney as a father figure yeah. than his own father and how touching it is that Paul actually took the time to write this song and stuff. Wow. I mean, that is, that is some super powerful. I'll never hear the song the same way again. I did, I did know that it was for his son. I did not know the other part of the story. And, and just the fact that, you know, it's, it's easily a top five Beatles song. Like, oh, yeah. like Paul oh. wrote that song for you and it happens to be one of the most iconic songs of all. Yeah fucking yeah. time yes. like yes. no there absolutely no yeah yeah question about that it's amazing and and yeah. uh you know so so telling why we put the song on the list was also <laughs> is also funny because my mom when we were in high school decided when she got a new car that she would uh she would get and her name is judy um that she would uh get some license plates that said hey jude on it but what she got was license plates that said ha jude which i understand you know it's not always easy to get the exact license plate that you want to get but then we continually talked about why'd you get Hajude on your license plates and you know Hajude this and Hajude that to the point where she finally got pissed off enough that she changed her license plates all because oh, we, we wouldn't all because we wouldn't stop. I actually still we have the dicks. I have those license plates by the way. Are you yeah, fucking kidding me? I'm not. No I do both have of them? them I have one of them at least. I don't know if oh, I have both damn of them. It. I don't, yeah, but uh, when yeah. Uh, when they were moving out of the house in Franklin, they were in a box somewhere or something. And as they were moving them out, I took them. So I might have both of them. I'll have to check. But but yeah, I don't, I'm honestly not sure if I have them at my house or if they're at their current house. But I will. Uh, I need to uh, make sure that because uh, she wants to throw them away and burn them and pretend that that never happened. Which, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh my uh, god! If, that, if they're at her their current house, are they next to my wedding pictures that uh, spiders never sent me? It's, it's possible. It's possible. I love how you're trying to call Spider out, but he doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. I think he might a little bit. It, I think he might a little bit. I'm not going to say he listens oh. every week, but he does listen. Um, some. Fun fact for the uh, the 60 year old demographic: if you name drop them, they'll listen. They'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This Speaking song of which, we haven't said Homer in a while. Just throwing yeah. that out there. 
<laughs> oh, look at Richie's trying to make. That's you know, it's the only way I talk to him now is on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's Rich, almost Richie, gotten too, would you like? He, he's probably almost gotten too big to talk to you because we talk about him so much on the show, right? It, it, it's pretty bad. I mean, we haven't talked since uh, since that that first episode. I mean, we were out, but. <laughs> uh, so, this song is amazing. Every time I hear it, it just you know, like if I'm really just into it, like listening, I'm like, holy fuck, this song is beautiful and goosebumps and and I remember. Uh, you know, one time texting mom, like, like, this is like a perfect fucking song. And, uh, and, and her reply back was, uh, uh, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> you know, like, like I get it. So, but, but what's funny before we move on and, uh, before we run out of time, uh, I was watching the video for the song today and, uh, you know, like they go into the, Hey, nah, 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 nah. And then there's this one guy who just did not seem to give a shit like everybody else is happy <laughs> this one guy just has this one look on his face it's no just he looks like, so sad and angry yeah and mad yeah and everybody else around them is nah 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 <laughs> and it, they just go to his face and i was watching that i was like this is fucking hey jude like this is the recording of hey jude that's funny and, uh, the other the other cool thing and I don't know if it's true or not. I just saw this as one of those weird internet things is, is that the, uh, the piano that, uh, he, uh, played the song on, you know, for the recording was the same one that Freddie Mercury used for Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's neat. Wow. Unconfirmed. Oh, but it was in the same studio that they recorded those songs. So, so I think it might be true. Very cool. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they recorded Bohemian Rhapsody at a farmhouse. The movie. Oh, <laughs> is that right? They know they wrote it at the farmhouse. I, they recorded the it in the studio. But did I ever tell you? Did I tell you the story about when I saw this in the theaters, no. Bohemian Rhapsody? And they had uh, you know the first time Freddie Mercury kissed uh, a homosexual, you know, a, a guy. It was I was in Boiler. a Korean. In, <laughs> I was in a South Korean theater. In, 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 Kissing in a, mall. a guy. <laughs> can i finish and the fucking I'll, I'll story stop. jesus yeah, christ you had enough, one beer and you're also you're already <laughs> weirdly asshole. enough it was at 3 a.m too strange <laughs> <laughs> all right fuck you guys i don't need to tell them. i want to hear the story now don't leave the audience hanging no so i'm watching this movie in a, in a theater in south korea in a mall and and the first you know the south Koreans are super conservative and, oh. and like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, so the guy kisses Freddie Mercury and like, like all of a sudden, like 90% of the crowd in this theater goes, Oh, <laughs> 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 it was the fucking funniest thing in the world. Did anybody get like, up and no. leave? Yeah. Huh? Did anybody get up and leave out of a fence or anything like that? No, no. Oh, good. Safe. Good. Yeah, it's a great it's fucking movie. It is a really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really good yeah. movie. All right, one song All left, right. and that is Richie's song, and it is the also the theme song to the show. So go ahead, Richie. So, I mean, yeah, the song is another one of these just, like, perfect Beatles songs. It It's one of those that I, I think no matter what happens, as soon as you hear it, you're going to, uh, you know, kind of be reflective on whatever's going on in your life. 
and and of course the song is in my life um so i i'll, I'll let you guys talk a little bit about it first because i at some point we'll get into uh kind of where we where we use this song once upon a time well you mentioned your favorite beatles song this is my favorite beatles song um it's just that reflective the reflectiveness that you just talked about and that's really what the song is about is literally them going and reflecting on their past lives and stuff like that and it's just uh i love it when a song will kind of take you back to another place in time or just make you think about you know different things and that's that's this song and i i can't think of a more perfect beatles song that exists than this one honestly it's it's fucking beautiful and it's one of those ones where it's in that transitional period between them going from I want to hold your hand to, you know, I am the walrus. Mm-hmm. But it it's like a perfect in between just like, all right, this is what I did. This is what we were. This is what we are. This is what I'll always remember. And 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 now we got to move forward. Yeah. Yep. And I would really love to be able to go back and, and like just if I'd kept a journal of what memories oh, shit, yeah. in this song brought up versus what memories it brings up at, at 40 something. Like I, it's, it's one of those songs that's just timeless. Yeah, absolutely. So, it, it, I mean this, Oh, go ahead. D. No, no, please, please. I, I was just going to bring up that this was uh, for our high school graduation. This, I, I got to do the, uh, the, the speech at graduation. And, and this song was one of the, uh, the through lines that I used. I mean, I, I, I figured, Paul and, and John are pretty good writers. I'll just use some of their stuff <laughs> instead of coming up with my own crap. They've been known and, to write uh, a few it, good songs. Yeah. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. one or two, mm-hmm. um, not, not Hamilton, mind you, yeah. but I mean, they're, they're pretty good. Um, and, and just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amanda's going to catch a lot of crap for that. Yeah. So it was, a, yeah. Her, I, I told her, her I told her that it wasn't the best thing she's ever said in her life. No. Yeah. Between no, Hamilton that, and Radiohead and journey. Yeah. we got some shit going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a hot take, but yeah, this song. <laughs> I'm sorry, this, go ahead. This, this song just kind of uh, any time that that you need to just take a pause and, and think about life. This is kind of the song you want to hear. Yeah, great song. So, that, and Sean cried at graduation. Did I? I think I don't think so. Yeah, I might have. Yeah. I, I can't. Remember. I cried. I know. I yeah, cried. I can't remember. It's been a long. It's been it's been a few days ago at this point. So. Yeah, my favorite thing about that speech was you brought up, like mm-hmm. it, uh, your speech, Richie. The is the me and the Pearl Jam shirts. Yep. And and here it is, you know, fucking twenty five years later, that I still have a collection of Pearl Jam t shirts. Do you have the same Pearl it, Jam t shirts? I, I don't wear them, but I still have most of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can probably buy like new versions of them at this point, can't you? Oh, well, I have. I have mm-hmm. for some of them, but mm-hmm. but like you can't find the one with the uh, uh the Siamese twins mm-hmm. or the uh, uh emaciated, you know, uh boy from uh, you know, maybe Ethiopia or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. the one that Marie hated. All right. I think that concludes our Beatles episode. How <laughs> the fuck are we ending it on that note? Because that's, how, that's how you chose to end it, Dennis. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's how you I didn't chose end to it. end it. You're the one who said, all right, let's end it. So next week, I, next week, go ahead, Richie. I was just going to say, you know, there are places you remember in emaciated boy shirts. And I mean, that's, that's how life is. Siamese twins. Oh, man. Richie, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, no, yeah, song, that song, Richie, the, the way you put it in that speech, on graduation high school in 1996 was 
just unbelievable. I remember Sean tried to bring it up to be the last song, which is the joke that now Daniel Swisher is our, you know, opener. You know, he <laughs> wanted to play that song. But it was like, no, this has to close the the Beatles episode. This is our friendship. You know, this was this meant everything to us. And 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 again, like with Long and Winding Road playing it you out to college and all this shit. It it was yep. yeah. Like it, it wasn't uh, it couldn't just be a throwaway song at the end of, you know, the freshman episode as we're you know. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, he's like one of our biggest fans now. He likes our stuff. Oh yeah. Well he's like, yeah, two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. It's still pretty badass. Yeah. So But anyhow, yeah, yeah no. So that's that is why we the biggest reason we did a Beatles episode is A, we love the Beatles and B two to have to have this conversation with you about that song and how much it meant to both Sean and I, to all of us that that you know, you you did this in your in your valedictorian students. And, and just, you know, how much time we spent with the Beatles during mm-hmm. those years. Like yeah, it, absolutely. It, it, they were a band that I had to have heard hundreds of times. My, my parents listened to country and classic rock. So I would have heard Beatles in bits and doses. And then just to kind of go off and do the deep dive in high school and, and really that become a part. I mean, you know, and it, it, yeah. Go ahead. And, and, and like we talked about, like we, we spent hours driving around listening to these these songs, not necessarily having a conversation at all just driving around yep. listening to these fucking songs mm-hmm. uh and you got an out richie so i'll let sean close it up but yes thank you this is yeah. the whole reason i wanted to do this episode with you was because of this song yeah very fun so yes um next week next week we're going to take d to a place he's never been before we're going classic country next week here on the show <laughs> <laughs> and uh and when i say classic country i mean classic country i'm about halfway through making the playlist i'm really kind of mad at myself to be honest because last week i had it all sorted out in my head when i was on a, I had to drive a couple of hours in the in the car and i was listening to songs and i'm like okay i got this big road map and by the time i got home i only remembered four of the eight songs and i was like dang it so now i'm still uh working to put it together but it should be good so i i think uh, are you gonna do the notes huh yeah i'll do the notes yeah i'll do the notes so so anyway uh that'll be that'll be next week but uh until then once again thanks for uh being with us again richie we'll have you back on here in a episode here pretty quick i'm sure probably i think episode no we're not really going to do that one until episode 15 (laughs) nirvana 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 for episode episode 15 15. i like it so anyway until then though we will see y'all next week here on sean and d's good tape i want you to know it's over well Bye.